So I just wanted to start a podcast about being a wife, being a young wife, being a Christian, being a worker, and just trying to navigate your 20s, the years that you're supposed to, quote unquote, be selfish with and find yourself and explore. And I just know that it's different. When you're in your 20s, but you're already with your soulmate, you're already with who God wants you to be. And I have a lot of questions about my husband and I and about, you know, how we got married so young. Why did we get married so young? Why didn't we wait? Is it hard? And those are a lot of valid questions. But for a lot of people that know us, know our background story, know how it started and know how it went. And I just want to give some insight on that so people our age, where we come from Philly, where it's not common to be married at 23 and 24 and stuff like that. I just want it to be known that it's attainable. You can do it. You don't have to settle for just the mediocre, the average stuff that's in Philly. Oh, just being somebody, baby mom, shacking up. Like I said, I'm not looking down on nobody. I'm not saying being married is the best, but another, but you should strive for that. It's how I was raised, so I just think that this would be a good insight to that, and just to get to know me, get to know us, and just how we just go through our day-to-day life, and how we grow in together in a way that we don't outgrow each other. So, I'm 23, my husband is 24, he's only a couple months older than me, his birthday is in March, my birthday is in October. And we met here in Philly, um, I want to say like the Frankfurt area, kind of Frankfurtish. I don't even know. But anyway, I was living on a block called um, Pickwick. He was living around the corner on a block called Arbright. And, you know, I would see him in passing, going to the basketball courts and doing this and doing that. And, you know, I was a little girl, but. I was so interested in boys, so, like, I initiated everything. Like, I started off calling him, like, my best friend, and I would just always pick with him. Like, Tevin was always, like, real quiet, real reserved, didn't really do much. You know, of course, he was, like, a neighborhood little boy, played basketball, played manhunt, you know, shit like that that we like to do when we were younger or whatever. So, from me, just keep bothering him, being a stalker, basically. I'm being honest here. Um... Everything just kind of grew. We started talking on Facebook first, and then I didn't even have a phone at the time. I was just in the computer at my house to talk to him, and we would just talk on Facebook and stuff like that. Eventually, grew to text, and I finally got a phone. So we would text, we would talk, we would just be on the phone all the time, and just like we just got along. Like he really was just like my friend in the beginning. Boom, it grew to something more, and we boyfriend and girlfriend, and we like fourteen, fifteen at the time. I think I was like 13, 14, because I just had started, I think I was in like 7th grade, yeah, we was like 13, 14 at the time, he was probably like 15 at the time, so, you know, we just doing little kid stuff, we grew up, I was in high school, girl saw he was in Bach or whatever, then he ended up moving to Arizona for a little bit to go live with his dad, because, you know, he was being a young man, you know, not really living life how he was supposed to. So it was that he was going to move with his dad so he got himself together and go back to school with his and third. All the while he was in Arizona and I was in Philadelphia. We were in a long-term relationship. 
Now, when he first left, we did lose contact because I don't think he had a phone at the time. And it wasn't way for him to contact me. But eventually, like a couple months after he had left or whatever, I was heartbroken, devastated, crying, just a mess. Like, I was really, like, going through something, like, at 15. I was a hot mess, just too much. Um, he finally found my Instagram, I think, through one of my friends, and he DM'd me or whatever. We just started talking again. We just kind of, like, picked up where we left off or whatever. And I was going to all-girls school at the time, so I wasn't talking to nobody, entertaining nobody. And, you know, that was just that. So we basically was in a long-distance relationship at 15, 16 years old. Like, we would text, even in time difference. Like, we would text and be on the phone, like, all the time. Just be on the phone all night. Every single my phone taken away because I really used to be up talking to this man until 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. No, I had to be up for school at 6 in the morning. And I just would not get up for school. My mom, like, you know, I'm taking your phone. So she would take my phone. I didn't get it till I got home from school. Had to text him, like, oh, my God, people missed you. They are just talking. So being apart, it was hard. But it's kind of like he was the only guy I ever got attached to at that point and I never talked to nobody else I was never like in that type of headspace to be trying to deal with somebody or lose my virginity or anything like that so we kind of just waited and then he came back home for like a summer or something like that I think what happened he came back home for a summer I think it was the summer of my 11th grade year and then he was supposed to go back but he didn't go back because he thought he was grown, he was already 18, so he just stayed in Philly, or whatever, and then my senior year of high school, he was still here, so he was, like, you know, working, trying to get jobs, whatever, and I was still in school, but he had already graduated, he was done, so I finished my senior year, and everything, I went off to college, um, that August, I went to IUP, that January, um, after my fall semester started, he enlisted in the Army, he was in the Army, so boom, fast forward, I did two years IUP. He was still in the Army doing his thing or whatever. He was in Virginia, I think it was. And then he got his orders where he was going. Boom, said so he was going to Alaska. Y'all, I swore up and down. I'm not going to Alaska. I'll see you when I'm done. I get my degree. You get out. We be cool. Da, 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 da. I was had my mindset, I am not going to Alaska. I am not going all the way for my family. I'm not going. Y'all, I'm in IUP whatever this december 2017 we talking we on the phone and you know he basically like i don't even want to say it was a proposal because it wasn't even a proposal it was just like it wasn't no it wasn't an agreement we already knew we were going to get married because that was the whole goal for him to join the army for us to get married and just so we could be stable we could be cool he could be the breadwinner I could still be in school do what I needed to do be a stay-at-home mom that's what I chose to do that was the type time that we was on so we had a conversation you know basically about us getting married and everything like that so that was cool that was it then he came home for leave in December I was on a break for college and we went downtown we got married and we had a little reception we didn't really tell nobody like I only told my mom because she had to sign the papers because I wasn't 21 we needed two signatures of somebody over 21 to sign it or whatever I got it I got my mom's signature and my dad's signature and I think he got his brother's signature and somebody else boom took the papers back downtown December 22nd our marriage was legalized I'm Mrs. Mac. He Mr. Mac. Boom, we married. His leave is over. He goes back to Alaska. My little winter break is over. I go back to IUP. Now, 
since I got married, my financial aid done got all messed up, child, like all types messed up. It's loans I got to pay. I got to pay this amount of money to go back to school. So it's just like, bro, you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and come to Alaska with you because, like, I'm not going back home to go live with my parents. There's no way I can save up this money. And I'm not going back home to live at home because we married. I'm living with my husband, period. So I finished my last semester at IUP, spring and May. Then I went and left to um, Alaska in June. As I said, about everybody had to say bye to a silly. I went to Alaska and child. That's a whole nother episode, but that's just basically the background story of us and how we got together. And then the next episode, I'm going to talk about, you know, me getting to Alaska, me being an army wife and how everything just kind of started to get a little bit chaotic. All right, y'all, I'm back with part three. This is all going to be one episode, but I'm just recording it in different increments so I don't just babble and just lose track of what I'm trying to say. So, all right, now we got married. Loans mess up in school. I got all this money I got to pay back. I don't want to take out no more loans. I just, it was just a lot going on with my family at the time. With me personally, like, it just was a lot going on. And I just really just wanted a fresh start. Like, I'm just like, okay, I'm married. My husband in Alaska. I'm scared, y'all. This was like my first time being on a plane and everything. And I'm going on a plane by myself all the way to Alaska. Like, y'all. So, my flight left June 8th at, like, 4 o'clock. My mom and my sister go with me to the airport. We get an Uber and everything. I get to the airport. Boom. My mom crying. She a mess. I didn't want to cry because I didn't want to be on a plane all crying. I'm already having anxiety about getting on a plane. This is my first time being on a plane, and now I'm going to Alaska. And it was two places I had to catch. I had to go from Philadelphia to Seattle and then from Seattle to Anchorage. Y'all, it took me, like, a whole day. To get there. I left Philadelphia at four o'clock. I didn't get to Anchorage, Alaska until 4 a.m. And that was 8 a.m. Philadelphia time. So it literally took me like almost a whole day to get there. So anyway, y'all, I get to Alaska. telling me at the airport. I'm so happy. Like, oh my God, I see my husband. Like, we really about to just start living together. This is just so exciting. Like, all my nerves, all my anxieties, everything is out the window. Like, oh my God, like, I'm married. I'm a wife. Like, this is this is really lit. Like, I'm, I'm starting to trap there in my life. Picks me up. We go home. Beautiful. Just a, ni- just a nice place. I'm just loving everything at the core. And then when I got to Alaska at the time, it was the six months of light season so the sun was not going down y'all like when I got there at four in the morning the sun was up like it seemed like it was the daytime so like I just had all this energy because in my head it's like two o'clock in the afternoon in Philly like it was just so beautiful so we went to Walmart because I had to get a few things y'all they Walmarts everything in Alaska is different they Walmart had a freaking liquor store in it one of the Walmarts that I went to before one of my friends um Kendra that I met in Alaska had a freaking McDonald's in it like Alaska was just different it's not how everybody think like you know igloos and just cold I mean it does get cold but not all year round like I said I came in the sunny season so it was easier for me to like kind of sort of adjust so y'all we just doing life you know he in the army he working I'm still trying to like figure myself out I'm trying to get enrolled in the school try to do something to get back in school because I don't want to just be sitting around I'm sort of trying to figure out, like, you know, do I want to go back to school for law? Is that something I really was supposed to be doing? 
or should I just take this time to just try to figure it out myself? Mind y'all, I don't know nobody in Alaska except for Tevin. Tevin would be at work from like four in the morning, sometimes to two in the afternoon, or sometimes from nine in the morning to nine at night. And then they say the army is a 24 hour job. That's the truest thing in my life, y'all. Like we could be, I remember one day we was in the nail salon getting pedicures. I took him to get a pedicure for the first time. And one of his NCOs called him to go do something. And y'all, he had to leave mid-pedicure to go handle whatever he had to handle on base. And I was so mad. Like, his feet were soaking wet. Had to dry his feet off and put back with his sneakers to go back on base to handle something that was minuscule. That could have just been handled by anybody that was there. But it's the fact that they know they have the power over you, so they're going to use it. Child, whole number different, another different topic. Anyway, so I'm still, you know, just getting to Alaska. Trying to figure myself out, trying to figure out what I want to do. This is new to me. I've never been a wife before. I've never seen this displayed for me in the right way. So I'm just trying to figure out, like, okay, am I supposed to have dinner ready when he come home? Do I got to cook? Do I clean up everything? Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm just really just trying to figure everything out as I'm growing. And him growing as a soldier, he's still, you know, getting adjusted to the Army, even though he's been in for a couple of years. That's not an easy thing to do. Like, being in the Army or in the service is really not because you really have, like, little to no control over your life like when I tell you you can be out at a party doing whatever shopping grocery shopping they call you and you have to literally stop what you're doing to go report to them and be a soldier so it was not easy on him at all like I really commend him for doing it as long as he did because me personally I, I could not do that but anyway so excuse me so trying to figure everything out with myself like I'm just at this point now I've been in the house I've been cooking, I've been cleaning, I've been shopping, but I'm bored. Like, we don't have any children, we don't have any pets. I don't know nobody in Alaska. I'm just on Instagram, you know, eventually I'm falling into depression because all I'm doing is being at home. Tevin, when he come home from work, he don't really have the energy to go out because he just at work for 14, 15 plus hours. He's tired, so I have to be considerate, give him time to rest. So that just led to more frustration and more anger because I'm just in the house all the time and I want to do stuff. And have energy to do stuff. So it made me upset. So this started to create a friction between us because it's like he's a homebody and I'm more social. I like to go out and I like to do things. But I had to take into consideration. He's tired because he just worked 15 hours. Maybe if I give me a little part-time gig or start trying to make friends or whatever, I won't be as bored or stuck in this depression. Child, I was trying to work anywhere. Taco Bell. Child, worked there for a week. I was not having it. They were so racist in there. They was like um, Alaskan natives. Child, so racist. I worked there for like a week. Quit. Wasn't feeling that. After Taco Bell, I was working at um, this grocery store called Fred Meyer. I was actually there for a while. Like, it was a cool little job. It was overnight. All I had to do was just, like, stock stuff on the shelf. My coworkers was cool as shit. I ended up making some friends there or whatever. Two guys I was hanging out with, and his lady name is Nancy. They was cool. Started hanging out with them. So I started to feel like know people more, hang out with different people and stuff like that. So eventually, I worked at Fred Meyer for about six, seven months, give or take. Quit that, because it, it was tiring. Like, I was working overnight, and Tevin was working. And, like, we would barely see each other. It gave me stuff to do, and it gave me my own money in my pocket, which made me feel more independent. But I'm like, yo, like, I got to get back to school some type of way. Like, I can't keep working jobs like this forever. I got to get in some type of program, some type of school. Watching TV. I was on Hulu. And I seen his ad for, like, charter college, like, a medical assistant program. And I was like, hmm. That looked interesting. Like, maybe I should try to call somebody about that, see how that's going to go. Boom, made the phone call, got enrolled, went to see the school, liked it, everything was cool. 
boom, started my MA program. Now, when I started my MA program, mind you, Alaska is a military state. So mostly everybody that was in my class was either army wives or they was in the army themselves and just wanted another trait. So I ended up beating this girl named Mariah and this other girl named Corey. Became friends with them, became cool. So now I'm working. I'm in school. Like I'm starting to like see Alaska more. I'm starting to make friends. I joined the church. Like I be I got a home church. I met friends and family at church that I just started to be. So I become like more comfortable living in life. Like I have a life of my own here. Like I'm not just somebody's wife anymore like I'm my own person started working at Subway because I just wanted a part-time gig and I needed some of my own money in my pocket or whatever because I just like the independence feeling seven day provide everything but still it's nothing like having your own money so I was working at Subway in the morning school at night and then eventually I quit Subway because it was just too much and then my school externship was coming up which I had to work like 40 hours no like 800 some hours it was some man I was at to work for free at a clinic or whatever. So I did my externship, ended up getting hired at the clinic. Health and our family medicine was my first like real MA job. I loved it there so much. I'm mad that I had to leave in the pandemic and everything like that. So I made friends. I would hang out with them, go to bars and drink and chill. And then like my the friends that I made, they was really like a source of like comfort when Seven had to go to the field and do stuff like that. Cause he would be in the field for like weeks at a time maybe a month and a half at some time. So it was hard being, mind y'all, like, I'm in Alaska by myself. Like, I'm not, like, in Georgia, in Atlanta, in North Carolina. No, like, I'm in Alaska. Like, if y'all look at the map, y'all probably won't even see Alaska on the U.S. map because they don't really include Alaska in the U.S. map. Alaska just recently became a state, like, not even so many years ago. So you have to understand where I'm at, and where my family is at, that was a lot, like, I still sit here sometimes and just think, like, it was only God's grace, it was only God's grace that I was out there, and I did not lose my mind, even though, like, I do battle with depression, anxiety, and then the only person that you truly know out there is away for weeks and months at a time, that was a lot, so, like, I really do commend myself for getting through that and be strong enough to do that but I give all praise and honor to God for that because I know that was not on my strength alone at all I would tell you that in a heartbeat but you know we in Alaska like you know everything was good I was making friends I was content you know Tevin was happy then I had my friend Hadia she was um Tevin friend William's wife so once I got linked up with her it was just a whole situation every single time because they was from Jersey we was from Philly so they was like the closest people out there to us that we could like really connect with like they understood us like our slang our lingo the way we talk the way we act stuff that we said they understood it because they were from right in that same little area that we from so we clicked with them like real heavy like hobby so my bitch I talk to her all the time and other girls I started hanging out with they was no good had me and stuff I had no business being in Child had my marriage on the rocks. It was just a whole mess. But you just had, I just had to learn how to weed people out. And that's why I think Alaska was for me. Like, it was like a cultivating ground. It was for me to find out who I am, find out the strengths that I had, the weaknesses that I had, and like where I needed to grow, the areas that I've grown, and just how I can grow to be better. Like, everything that I went through now, I think about it still to this day. Like, yo, I can't believe I did that shit, or like, damn, I really did that, like, I'm really doing this, and I'm really doing that, so it just kind of really grew us into being there for each other, because when you live 
somewhere so far from home without your family and you only have that one person, that's going to make y'all bond stronger no matter what. Like, out there, Tevin was my dad, my mom, my cousin, my sister, my shoulder to cry on when I needed somebody to talk to. And I was his dad, his brother, his sister, his uncle, his cousin, whoever he needed out there when he was going through. So that's really what made our bond stronger than it has ever been. And that's why people just be like, oh, you don't come outside much. You don't do this much. You don't do that much because I'm content sometimes, most of the time, being in the house with my husband. Now, don't get me wrong. I do be wanting to go out and, you know, have fun, do this and that. Who that? But who doesn't? You know what I mean? Like, you work hard for your money. You want to enjoy the fruits of your labor, smell flowers while you're still alive. You want to experience different stuff. But for the most part, I can really just be chilling and be content with doing stuff. And it's just me and my husband because it's been me and him for so long. So it's not really that big of a deal to me. Now y'all know, like, the background story about how I started to grow and how Tevin grew. Well, I didn't really talk much about him. I want him to talk about himself. And that'd probably be another episode if I get him to do one with me. But that's really just a background story about how we grew together, how we became married. I always start to highlight on different areas, different significant areas of what happened when we was in Alaska. Like, I'll tell you about when I found my home church in Alaska, how I started making friends there, the bad friends that I made that I had to let go of. The good friends that I have that I still talk to, like the church members that I had that I still talk to, just a lot of different things that I can start to go in detail with. But I just wanted to give y'all like a background layout, just like a guideline to what was going on. All right, y'all. See y'all in the next episode.